Get Lively with Bailey Friedman and Casey Miles. This podcast is brought to you by The Technique, our on-campus newspaper, as well as Rec Radio, who has partnered with us to bring tech students quality entertainment and the freshest, dankest news. So Bailey, this weekend was the Super Bowl, and it was in Atlanta, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, it was. Yeah. How, how was your weekend experiencing all the hubbub around the event? Well, I'm very thankful to say that I spent my entire day Saturday inside at a retreat and I feel very lucky to have had that opportunity to not interact with the billions of people it felt like that were in the city. Um, Last night on Battleground, we were actually talking about it a little bit and Asia said that she sat in traffic to go 1.8 miles for over an hour. So I was very happy with my choice to stay inside that day. Um, I mean, beyond that, I think I saw more middle-aged men on bird scooters on campus than I've ever seen in my entire life. It was crazy how many people I saw. And then also so many like double birding, like it was like father-daughter or people like on dates just like birding around campus. And I was like, why are you on campus? Like what's what's the point of being here? Um, yeah, I just was like kind of a grouch about the Super Bowl being being here, honestly. Yeah, I'll agree with that sentiment. I can attest to problems with traffic. I only drove Friday night, but Friday night or like part of Friday and Saturday, parts of Ponce and like Peachtree were closed because the NFL Honors Award Show was being held in the Fox Theater. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to go somewhere on Ponce and was rudely awakened upon turning, trying to go through Ponce that it was closed at least part of the way. So that was an annoyance. And then Saturday and Sunday, Spring Street was just a disaster. I'm glad I didn't get in my car at all because it probably would have taken me like 30 minutes to go maybe a block on Spring Street. It was just too bad. Additionally, I, the second the Patriots got into the Super Bowl, I had to start caring about it. As long If like the <laughs> Chiefs had won, I wouldn't have cared who'd won. But... Because the Patriots got in, I had to cheer against them because right, I hate yeah, of the Patriots. Um, but that just made it all the more annoying and like stressful this weekend because I was like worrying about that instead of just being like, oh, yeah, it's fun. I just ho- hope both teams have fun out there, <laughs> that kind of thing. But, yeah, there were just way too many people. And as soon as it ended and you saw all the traffic leaving, I was just glad to not be driving home from the party I was at. Yeah, I so I watched it with like – Um, a group on campus and it was a Super Bowl party so everybody like made soup and (laughs) you know you can pay like five dollars if you didn't make soup and get soup which this is I digress but anyways there was one girl there who was from Rhode Island and she was cheering for the Patriots and they like refused to serve her (laughs) like so she didn't get any soup the first round I mean eventually they were like okay you, you can come get soup but it was pretty funny uh yeah just the overall general hatred of the Patriots was what I enjoyed the most about the Super Bowl, I think. Sorry, Maya, I know you just pointed to yourself and said that you were you were cheering for them. I actually, I don't really have that much of an issue with the Patriots. It was just I wanted to join in on what everyone else was doing. See, the problem is I'm a New York sports fan, so I have to like automatically hate the Patriots, okay. which I do. Fair enough. But Enough from you and me. You mentioned Maya a few seconds ago. Maya actually crowdsourced some opinions on the Super Bowl. So we're going to go through those pretty quick. So Mary Flatt, who is a student here at Tech, actually had the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. 
And she said it was very different than a Georgia Tech football game, which <laughs> I'm, I bet. Um, she said it was really cool to actually be there after watching it every year and knowing that millions of people were watching it alongside her. And she was slightly pulling for the Rams just because she doesn't like the Patriots, partially because they're too good and partially because of what happened against the Falcons in the Super Bowl in 2017, which I think that's how many people felt this year. Um, and it was cool to be there, even though the game was very boring, which I think that's like a general consensus topic is that the game was just so boring. And the best part of it was the spectacle and thinking about how much work went into it. Yeah, I can agree on the boring part, especially. Um, 13 to 3 isn't really an exciting game of football, but depends on who you talk to. Um, yeah. Moving forward, Daniel actually didn't watch the Super Bowl with a group of friends because of Colin Kaepernick, which is an interesting point. I hadn't really heard of anyone doing that. Um, but Daniel said he wasn't a really big fan of football anyways, so wasn't missing out on anything. And I think um, something to correlate with that is that the ratings for the Super Bowl were like the worst in 10 years, which is partly due to the teams playing, partly due to the score of it and how boring the game was. And I think just a lot of issues have kind of like risen up in terms of the NFL. And it was kind of like a um, coalescence of all of those things that really made this one crappy. Yeah, kind of going off of his point about why he didn't watch it. Um, I similarly haven't heard many people like cite that as their reason for not watching it. However, I did see on Huffington Post that Cardi B actually denied performing in the halftime show in support and to stand in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick, which I thought was pretty cool um, because that's a really huge stage to like deny. And um, I think that it's cool to see people showing support for him. And like, yeah, I just, mm -hmm. yeah. So next up we have Jessica who watched the Super Bowl in a friend's apartment and thought that the game was underwhelming. Uh, she said that she was actually a little bit confused about it, but she likes the food, though. She's a big fan of dips, especially guacamole. So, Jessica, I'm not <laughs> I'm not on board with you on that, but I guess I can agree with everything else you said. And she said the commercial for The Handmaid's Tale was her favorite, really disturbing and good in context of the game. And traffic was so annoying this weekend. Yeah, speaking of commercials, I think the commercial game has gone downhill over the past few years. Another reason why Definitely. ratings have gone down. Uh, generally speaking, the commercials that people looked forward to so much in the past have become kind of lame, I guess. I was looking at a post online of the most searched like terms after a commercial aired for them. So I think the most searched one was the Hyundai commercial. And I think it was only the most searched because in the commercial they made fun of vegans. And they made fun of quite a few people in general. So I'm sure people were Googling like Hyundai, like angrily, like what do they do to me? The that only kind of one I remember was the Backstreet Boys one because I was like sitting in the corner doing my work and I heard the song come on and then it was stuck in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah, I didn't, I, there aren't too many memorable ones. I saw, there are actually regional commercials for the Super Bowl. Um, I saw one of those after the fact that was pretty funny, but the only one I saw during the Super Bowl that I really liked was the commercial for Bubbly with Michael Buble and uh, him just crossing out all the Ys and adding an E with an <laughs> accent mark on the cans. <laughs> but as as I've said earlier, like that used to be like the standard. Like a lot of commercials used to be like that during the Super Bowl where you like got a hearty chuckle out of them, but now it's just like one in every twenty five is 
good. And the others are just like, oh, there's no corn syrup in our beer. We have to tell you 25 times because <laughs> that's totally going to make you drink our beer kind of thing. Uh. Speaking of that commercial, the next person on our list, Zoe, really liked the Game of Thrones Bud Light commercial, which probably for the Game of Thrones related part, not the fact that Bud Light doesn't have corn syrup in their beer. Um, but <laughs> Zoe also thought that the commercials were bad this year um, and usually that they're pretty funny, but they weren't this year. Um, she actually has an interesting point in that she thinks that the Super Bowl commercials are so hyped up that too many companies are trying too hard and trying to make them too deep. So I can kind of agree with that. I think like the pinnacle of good Super Bowl commercials you have to look to is the old Doritos commercials. Um, <laughs> yes. Those were good because they had a fan submitted contest and like a voting on which the funniest one was. So they always had like the creme de la creme of funny commercials, but they obviously had the Backstreet Boys with Chance the Rapper this year. But um, I think in general, as Zoe said, like it's become too high of expectations and companies are either like not trying to fulfill those expectations or hilariously flopping when they do. Right. Also, another interesting point that Zoe brought up was that she was very upset about the Patriots practicing at Georgia Tech because of how much of an inconvenience it was for students. So she specifically lives um, in Glynn. So she's right there on East Campus, right in the heart of the action going on by the football stadium and she said she was very annoyed by the sirens and freshman hill being closed off i personally as a west campus dweller am not affected by it and i had never thought about it but i can see how that would be very annoying so zoe i'm very sorry yeah i think just to wrap up this super bowl was kind of a letdown on all fronts in terms of it being in atlanta so everybody here was just like annoyed by the sheer amount of people here the game was boring. The result wasn't what everyone wanted. The majority of people wanted. I'm sure all the Patriots fans out there are super happy, but they can have fun. <laughs> but uh, another thing that happened this weekend was it got really, really warm. And it's been really warm these past few days. And it was also Groundhog's Day this weekend. I don't remember what happened, but do you? I didn't know that it was Groundhog's Day this weekend. <laughs> We're waiting for Punxsutawney Phil to be Googled. He did not see his shadow. And he did. So Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow, and he predicted an early spring, which, man, he was good this year because it seemed to have come right away. Yeah. Um, it's like 70 outside right now, I think. Um, I don't see it getting too much colder for the rest of the week. I don't really like it. What about you? So... I don't mind it. So I'm from Florida and I really, really would prefer that it was a little bit warmer. I'm just not about all of the frigid temperatures. However, I do think it might be a tiny bit early and that's because all of my uh, winter clothes are here while my like warm weather clothes are at home. So I'm not fully prepared for it. Um, but beyond that, like I think the most annoying part about it and the most annoying part about spring is like the sporadic rain showers that just like seem to pop up at any random time. And I think about my mom who is a teacher and says like, April showers bring May flowers. And it feels like we're getting that in February now. And um, yeah, I hate it. I really like tomorrow. I think it's supposed to storm. But then also it's just been like raining at 
different times of the day for like five minutes while it's sunny. Yeah, looking at the forecast right now, it looks like for the rest of the week, there's random chances of rain. And then on the weekend, it gets cold again, like 50s. And then next week, it's supposed to rain again all week. Great. So it's great, just great, uh, great. fun times. Um, this is why Atlanta gets almost 50 inches of rainfall per year. Um, so, yeah, great experience. Yep. Keep your umbrellas with you, folks, especially if you're walking around campus. So that's all we've got for today. Check out our latest issue of The Technique, published Friday, February 8th. We have a review of Velvet Buzzsaw, a Nobel Prize winner's visit to campus, and a proposal for who can fill the shoes of Ben Lammers. Tune in next week for some more fresh, dank news. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. If you have opinions about current events, let us know by tweeting us at neekpod or emailing us at podcast at neek.net. If you're interested in writing for The Technique or sending a letter to the editor, email us at opinions at neek.net. To support The Technique, pick up a fresh copy of our newspaper every Friday and tune in to Rec Radio at 91.1 FM. To hear more news, tune in on Mondays at 6 p.m. for Battleground. Thanks for listening. See See you next time. time.